This West Virginia Morning, I'm Bob Powell. The holiday season can be a wonderful time for families getting together with lights and traditions, but it can be a difficult time for people struggling with dementia. When a person has dementia, it can become more of a challenge for people to you know, maintain those, those traditions because there may be certain things that might be more difficult for them. That story and more coming up on this West Virginia Morning. The public comment period for a new section of Corridor H has been extended. Curtis Tate has the latest. The West Virginia Division of Highways and the Federal Highway Administration have extended the comment period for the Parsons to Davis section of Corridor H to January 6, 2023. Appalachian Mountain Advocates, a law firm that's fought mountaintop removal mining, requested a 45-day extension from the original public comment deadline of December 12th. Environmental groups oppose the state's preferred routing of Corridor H between the two Tucker County communities because of its proximity to the Blackwater Canyon. They've been pushing for a northern alternative around the community of Thomas. The DOH has said its preferred route is less expensive to build and more direct. Corridor H is a top priority for the state's leading elected officials. The road has a few gaps left to complete from I-79 to the Virginia border, including the Parsons to Davis portion. For West Virginia Public Broadcasting, I'm Curtis Tate in Charleston. The Halltown Paperboard Mill in Jefferson County quietly shut down last month, marking the closure of the oldest manufacturing plant in West Virginia. Shepard Snyder has more. Jefferson County Development Authority Executive Director Dennis Jarvis confirmed the closing of the 150-year-old recycled paperboard plant. Jarvis says it accounts for a loss of around 70 manufacturing jobs in the county, though the exact number is unknown. They're keeping a, a skeleton crew for uh, for the facility, you know, to make sure that the machinery is uh, maintained properly. I think their intention is to look at potential reuses, redevelopment of the facility. The closure comes after a fire damaged the plant last June. A combination of the fire and other nationwide issues like labor shortage and supply chain disruption were cited as reasons for the plant's closure. Parent company Ox Industries will continue to use the physical building as a maintenance hub. For West Virginia Public Broadcasting, I'm Shepard Snyder in Martinsburg. West Virginia Public Broadcasting reached out to Ox Industries for comment, but did not hear back in time for broadcast. Senator Shelley Moore Capito took time Tuesday to pay tribute to a departing colleague. Chris Schultz has more. Capito delivered a speech Tuesday morning on the floor of the U.S. Senate honoring Congressman David McKinley and his service to West Virginia. He lost her Republican primary to Congressman Alex Mooney in May after the 2020 census reduced the state's House seats from three to two. Capito praised McKinley for his love of state, dedication to his constituents, and pragmatism. His unique and thoughtful analysis to challenges has helped his constituents immensely and it certainly made West Virginia a better place. In fact, I don't think there are many members of Congress who have held town hall meetings on the mega bus to D.C., as David has, to meet with our constituents. A native of Wheeling, McKinley has served West Virginia in the U.S. House of Representatives since 2011. For West Virginia Public Broadcasting, I'm Chris Schultz in Morgantown. As lawmakers prepare for the upcoming 2023 general session, they do so with a near-historic imbalance of political party power. Randy Yoey spoke with the leaders of both state political parties on what brought them to this point and their expectations for the future. West Virginia Republican Party Chair Elgin McArdle says party dominance in both the general election and state legislature, 88-12 to 12 in the House, 
31 to 3 in the Senate, means the impact of this supermajority's constituents will be clearly heard. I would hope that the conservative principles that have echoed through the state of West Virginia would continue to be put into law, I guess, and, and conservative values on fiscal responsibility be carried through. State Democratic Party Chair Mike Pushkin is also a House of Delegates member from Kanawha County. He says Democrats have a lot of work before them in organizing from the ground up. He attributes the losses in part to national branding, blaming concerns about inflation and economy on the Democratic Party. He also says it's no coincidence that the historic losses came directly after redistricting. You know, the maps were definitely drawn uh, to favor the party in power, the Republicans, and in you know, certain districts that made it very, very difficult for us to win. And we found that our candidates, really, um, if you look at the, their numbers versus the, the modeling that we had, a lot of our candidates really did quite well and overperformed, but it just wasn't enough to overcome the, uh, the gerrymandering that was done by the Republican Party. McArdle says the fact that so many candidates won, but every amendment Republicans supported lost, was not a matter of voter disconnect. She blames the defeats on a lack of voter education and research. Individuals have to do their own research and look to why a particular amendment is being pushed um, and, and not so much listen to media or rhetoric that is being promoted by an individual or um, individual groups. There were a lot of people who didn't cast a vote at all, uh, one way or the other, for or against the amendments, because they just simply didn't know what they were about. Pushkin says suggesting a lack of voter education and research and the amendment losses is an insult to voters. They voted no uh, because they saw it as a power grab uh, from the state legislature, a power grab from the Republican Party. And I think people still... Uh, believe in checks and balances. People uh, still believe in separation of power, something our country was founded on. McArdle charges her party's elected representatives with committing to their campaign rhetoric as responsibility. They should all remember the promises that they made uh, during the election and keep those promises to the constituents that put them there. Pushkin says the Democratic hope is to work with representatives in a bipartisan manner on populist policy, not politics. The state has a whole uh, lot of serious problems, whether it's uh, 7,000 children in foster care, whether it's our uh, uh, high rate of infant mortality, uh, whether it's a whole host of poor public health outcomes, whether it's an improvement of our public schools, I would hope that that's where we place the focus and, and not on, you know, whatever kind of hot-button political issue that they're going to use to gin up the base. The 2023 general legislative session begins January 11th and runs for 60 days. For West Virginia Public Broadcasting, I'm Randy Yowie in Charleston. It's 7.50. This is West Virginia Morning. It'll be cloudy and breezy today with a chance of rain throughout the day. And the National Weather Service has issued a winter weather advisory for the eastern mountains and an ice storm warning for the northern mountains and including the eastern mountains for tonight through Thursday. That will include freezing rain that could leave as much as a tenth to half an inch of ice. Support for the weather forecast is provided by the attorneys at Torres Save a Law, representing firefighters, police officers, and West Virginia families. Information at TorresSaveAlaw.com. 
and support for WVPB is provided by the Kentucky Cabinet for Health and Family Services and its Department of Public Health, helping everyone stay up to date with recommended vaccines. Information at chfs.ky.gov. While the holiday season can be a wonderful time for families getting together with lights and traditions, it can be a difficult time for people struggling with dementia. News Director Eric Douglas spoke with Jennifer Reeder to get some tips for families. She's a licensed clinical social worker and is the Director of Education and Social Services at the Alzheimer's Foundation of America. Let's talk about the issue first. What what is the problem? How, what happens for somebody who's struggling with dementia or Alzheimer's around the holidays? With the holidays comes many traditions uh, that families love to, to engage in. And when a person has dementia, it can become more of a challenge for people to you know, maintain those those traditions because there may be certain things that might be more difficult for them uh, now since they have dementia, whether that's remembering how to be able to make a certain recipe or being able to decorate the home or, you know, large groups starting to becoming overwhelming for the person. And so that's why education is so important, I think, for families to really know you know, have some ideas as to what the challenges may be for the individual so they can reduce the potential challenges and the person themselves can have a, a, a happier time with their, their loved ones. What's the person themselves experiencing? What are, what are some of the, the reactions they're having to a large crowd or blinking lights and, and all of that sort of thing? Well, so dementia, especially um, Alzheimer's disease, it affects the five senses. Uh, so <clears throat> a person's sight will start to be affected by the disease, uh, which means that things may start to look more two-dimensional instead of three-dimensional. They may start to have a hard time with uh, depth perception. So walking can become more difficult. Uh, and just, you know, the overstimulation of lights, of, of noises, uh, all of that um, can, can affect the individual. So if somebody, let's say, used to love going to parties with bright lights everywhere and the crowd and all the noise and the, the music playing, for them, that may have brought joy. But now since their senses are all being affected, uh, they can have a more challenging time. It can become overstimulating for them in that type of environment. In the the press release was talking about four steps to to make things better for people with dementia during the holidays. Mm -hmm. uh, can we, let's just walk through this. What are what are the four steps? Uh, so one of them is about uh, avoid over decorating. So when we talk about those bright blinking lights or, you know, some houses have decorations galore everywhere, uh, although it may look very beautiful, it can cause uh, that overstimulation, it can cause disorientation and confusion for the person. So we want to reduce the amount of decorating that we do. Uh, and also be aware, too, as to where cords are, because we, we always want to be avoiding tripping hazards. Uh, and and so, so, right, just really talking with the person about what they want to be able to to provide when decorating the home. I noticed one of the other steps was finding ways for people to meet one-on-one -on -one or in small groups. Yeah, so that's what we're talking about, like creating a safe space, creating a, a calm place for the individual. 
uh, you know, we, we want to try to reduce the number of people in, in the home if the person does become over overstimulated by large groups. But if you just can't do that, if you have a large family and they're coming, then create a safe space in a room, create a safe, calm place for the person to be able to to go if they need to be able to to reduce any bit of distress that they may be experiencing. What are some of the other ways to help somebody with dementia during the holidays? For instance, if you always had an evening party uh, for, for, for Christmas or another holiday, and that's when everybody would always come, let's say Christmas Eve. Well, you know, the evening time can be very difficult for people with, with dementia. Uh, they can experience sundowning sometimes. So that's when people can start to, to experience more irritability, confusion, just like we all do, really, you know, as, as the day is going by. You're worn out, just, you're tired. You're... Right? <laughs> yeah. But for the individual, it can be more difficult to communicate that or be able to identify that's what they're experiencing is just exhaustion from the day. So it might come out as as irritability, as confusion. So what have we missed? What what else is uh what else do people need to know going into the holiday season? You know, I would say it's just it's really about taking the time to to engage the person, taking the time to talk with the individual about how they view the holidays coming up and just really doing that preparation, that planning and, and educating family about the disease. Because I feel like education is is what ultimately is going to eliminate stigma. And there's so much there's stigma that's 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 attached to to dementia. And and the best way to do that is by people learning about the disease and what's happening for the person so that no one's ever fearful or wary about, about engaging with the individual. That was Jennifer Reeder, the Director of Education and Social Services at the Alzheimer's Foundation of America, speaking with Eric Douglas about the challenges faced by people with dementia around the holidays. To read a longer version of this interview, visit our website at wvpublic.org. West Virginia Morning is a production of West Virginia Public Broadcasting, which is solely responsible for its content. You can keep up with the latest West Virginia news throughout the day on our website, wvpublic.org. Support for our news bureaus comes from West Virginia University, Concord University, and Shepherd University. West Virginia Morning is produced with the help of Amelia Nicely, Bill Lynch, Caroline McGregor, Curtis Tate, Chris Schultz, Emily Rice, Eric Douglas, Liz McCormick, Randy Yoey, and Shepard Snyder. Eric Douglas is our news director, and he produced today's show. I'm your host, Bob Powell. This is West Virginia Morning. Mm-hmm.